Welcome to Slice of Life. Because a bite was not enough, you've listened to Brenda's Bites for years, and now Brenda is expanding her show to include lifestyle happenings from around the region. Now here's your host, Brenda Alacy. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to yet another edition, a live edition of Slice of Life right here on ESPN 1520. Great to be with you on this last Saturday in September. Can you believe it? It feels like uh, it should be fall weather, but it definitely is uh, more of a summer feel, which is fine by me. And we'll talk about that, how it affects our garden centers. In just a moment with Mark Van Buren, who is the owner of Zares on the Lake, just a wonderful uh, garden center with all sorts of beautiful plants, shrubs, and uh, other things that make us smile uh, as we uh, look at things that are grown in our backyard. And I look forward to talking to Mark in just a moment. A little later in the show, we'll talk with Kalina Kane. And Kalina is the co-founder and president of Hansa and also the director of development for Uniland Development Company here in Buffalo. And so we'll, uh, we'll talk about this new concept uh, of shared workspace uh, that's happening in the city. So First, we'll head north up to Burt, New York, and talk to Mark Van Buren, the owner of Zares on the Lake. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Brenda. Nice to have you on board. Welcome welcome back to Slice of Life. First time we've ever done it live together, so it's great to have you on board. Tell us how the, uh, the summer went for you uh, in 2020, the most unusual year, I think, in all of our lives with the pandemic. How did that uh, affect your business? Well, actually, it was. I think it was great for the gardening uh, business in general uh, because of uh, COVID. We found ourselves in a situation that people had to stay home, and we're looking for other ways to express their their uh, their sense of well-being. And I think they found that in gardening. It's certainly a comfort, and it has been for us. I can tell you personally, we spruced up our backyard. We have. Uh some plants that we bought at your place and uh, definitely it's a way to kind of relax and even if it's just a few feet away from your kitchen or your living room it's almost like you're stepping into a different world for a little while Uh, so it's a nice staycation escape Uh, so when it comes to fall planting though Mark uh, the season will shift certainly I mean this unseasonably warm weather is uh, lovely as far as I'm concerned I want to extend it as far as we can but the fall is inevitable, and the cooler temperatures, of course, are inevitable. What should uh, people um, plan to do for the fall season? Well, as a grower, and that's what I am at Zares, I, I grow all the plants. I, I always tell people I think that fall is the best time to put their plants in. Um, it, you are typically, from us, getting the biggest plants. You normally are getting them at the best price. And quite frankly, by next year, they'll, they'll be twice the plant. Um, we still have, at this time of year, an excellent selection of shrubs like hydrangeas, ninebarks, wagelias. We have some beautiful perennials that are, that are long, long blooming. They're still in flower now. In fact, um, we're even offering the 2021 perennial of the year, which is calamint. So they have access to that. I have a beautiful yellow rose, some incredible ornamental grasses. The plants love these warm days that we're experiencing right now with the cool nights. Have you seen that cycle? The last couple of weeks of warm days, cool nights, and then the damp weather is going to come in, and they love to use that as an opportunity to 
to establish themselves in the ground and give you a, a much better plant for next year. So I always encourage fall planting. I think it's just a great time. It's a, a very stress-free time for the plant. You know, that's so important to know, Mark, because and in, in you grow, as you said, and that's one of the unique features uh, that you bring to the table for folks who shop at Zare's Garden Center. Uh, you grow biologically. What does that mean exactly? Um, I, I've been growing for a little over 20 years. And when I came into this industry 20-plus uh, years ago, I found it was very uh, chemically dependent, okay? Whenever they had a problem, whether it was uh, a fungal disease or a pest, their first response, a knee-jerk reaction, was to grab something out of the uh, cabinet to kill it with. Um, and to be honest with you, I, I moved away from that. Uh, I always, my joke is I was biological before it was cool. Uh, I have, I raised my children here. I raised four children here. I have my pets. Anyone anyone who comes to Zares know that they're going to be, uh, uh, greeted by the dogs. I Uh, I have my employees. I have my customers. I have myself, our our health to consider. And, and I didn't like that because there's always, there's always complications when you're using chemicals. There's always what I would call inherent risks. So what, what I did was to move away from, looking for chemical solutions to every problem. I look for naturally occurring solutions. And, and what do I mean by that? If we had a, a fungal issue in a greenhouse, and it's only natural because in a greenhouse, it's the perfect environment for disease and the perfect environment for pests. So you're always going to have those things. It's how you respond to it, Brenda, that's important. I look like for a fungal uh, issue, I look for preventative uh, approach. So if there's bad bacteria, before I have that bad bacteria, I introduce good bacteria. And what that does is feed on the bad bacteria, thus, thus eliminating the problem. So I'm, I'm solving the problem before I have it. Um, with regards to pests, and in, again, in that, inevitably you're going to have that in a greenhouse, um, I, look, I look for naturally occurring solutions, i.e. Uh, predator insects. I mean, there's a lot of insects that I can introduce into the greenhouse that don't do any harm to the plants, but will do harm to uh, pests that are creating problems in the greenhouse. I also look for naturally uh, derived chemistries, and those are usually going to come from plants themselves. Uh, It'll be an extract from a plant that I can use to naturally treat or biologically treat my plants as a preventative measure. And that's the key. If you're going to be biological, you have to think ahead of it. You have to be uh, preventative in your approach and not just try to be curative. Uh, curative is too late. You know, I liken it to this. Healthy plants are more immune to disease and pests, just like healthy, just like healthy people. If you keep the plant healthy, if you keep the person healthy, they just are more immune to uh, uh, other things that are around them. Does that make sense? Oh, perfect sense, and it's a great analogy to talk about a person's health in that sense, too. And, you know, Mark, it strikes me that you were really cutting edge, truly ahead of your time, because I would say in the past, oh, maybe four to five years, you hear so much about food now with GMOs and hormones and, you know, antibiotics, and people are really aware of what they're eating, much more so than just a few years ago, as I said. And even something like uh, gluten, you know, you never really heard about gluten until just a few years yeah. ago. 
And I think what you're doing is is analogous to that, that you're really um, helping people grow plants that are healthy and, and at the same time keeping your atmosphere and environment where you and your family work healthy. And I think it's no coincidence that your plants are among the most beautiful I have ever seen at the greenhouse. I mean, the compliments we get on those flowering plants that we bought from you, were uh, it's amazing. And I gave one uh, to my sister as a Mother's Day gift, and every time I go over, I see it on her porch, and it's bigger and more full and more beautiful. Uh, there, you are definitely hitting on something. Have you noticed that your customers um, have asked you about that or picked up on that? Yeah, I, I think, uh, Brenda, I think what you're saying is 100% true, number one. Um, you know, if you step back and think about it, because you're, you deal with a lot of food-related issues and concepts, there's a, there's a connection between plants, animals, and people. And, and the key is to be as natural as possible. Possible. If you're, if you're dealing with whole foods in relationship to people or you're dealing with uh, specific ingredients, whether what you're feeding to your dogs, it's the same thing with plants. Step back. I like to say that I just had a group of uh, kids come in for, here from NTRIP, and, and what I want to do is, is step back and challenge their preconceptions. You know, you don't have to juice up your plants. Um, and that's what a lot of places do. They juice up their plants with a lot of chemicals so that when they leave the uh, garden center, that's as good as they're going to look. From there, they just go downhill because that what they're giving those plants that's artificial is no longer there. But if you use naturally occurring uh, uh, products, naturally, biologically feeding that plant, it just grows stronger and stronger and stronger. And to me, that's not complex. That's very simple. Doing the basic things. Use, use the best soil. Use the best plants. Uh, give them the best care. You get the best finish. That, to me, seems very logical, very simple, and very easy for, for our customers or anyone else that wants to grow plants to relate to. Makes perfect sense to me. And, Merrick, um, you know, obviously we've gone through at least six months now of the pandemic. How has that affected shopping as theirs? Can people order online? What, what's the curbside pickup like? How has that affected your world? Okay, let me be perfectly truthful here. I had to be dragged in kicking and screaming to do the online thing. <laughs> my, my wife and my daughter in particular had to say, Dad, you have to do this. You have to do this. And as a grower... I see. I think very simply, very basically. I, you know, I'm going to grow the plants, and people are going to come buy it. But, but my daughter especially said, "Dad, you have to offer a curbside uh, uh, approach to to your plant delivery this year." And so we did do that. And Brenda, it was it was insane. It really was the amount of people that came to people that I didn't expect to even order that way were ordering that way because it was convenient for them. So I, I right. think going forward, this is going to be um, an avenue that we're going to develop uh, in greater in greater detail. And it takes a lot of work. You have to think about it because you're dealing with live things. So it's not like you can just stack it up in the corner and wait for John or Mary to get there. It has to be cared for. So we did develop what was a very good system, and we had our employees um, that just stayed on top of it. So, yeah, it was uh, for us. In that sense, the online thing opened, opened my eyes. I don't think it opened their eyes. They, they've been doing it for years, but for me, it was like, wow, this is amazing. 
So yeah, I, I really, I really was uh, pleasantly surprised by that. Isn't it nice to uh, to learn new things, Merrick, and, and to see that you can really make it work in your environment? It's and and of course, I'm sure your your wife and daughter are probably saying, "I told you so." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I got that a lot, especially when they started adding up the orders. I got that a lot. Yeah. Well, you know, at least they <laughs> but I was glad to be proven wrong on that point, Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> that leads me to the next question about the future of garden centers. I mean, who knows what will happen with the pandemic? Who could have ever predicted we'd be in this situation? And uh, it doesn't look like there's any end in sight anytime soon. Where do you think the future of garden centers will go? Well, that, that's a good question. Um, I think because of COVID, people have begin have begun to think a lot more or have rediscovered the joy, the joy that comes from gardening. Um, one of the jokes I always used and how I kind of got into this industry, I was a salesman, uh, but I was a salesman who gardened and didn't play golf. Um, and I think there's a lot of people who found that, you know, gardening is, is fascinating. They, they would plant something and then they could watch it grow. They could see some success. They could see failures. But they, I think intuitively, people like to, to see things uh, grow. There's a satisfaction that comes from, from gardening. And it's, and it's a proven fact. It's, it's, it's psychologically, it's a proven fact that people who garden are healthier and live longer. Um, so that's, that's kind of cool. And I, I think for them to experience, it's one thing for me to tell you that. It's another thing for you to, to feel the endorphins as you're putting things in and you have your hands in the dirt and you're digging around and you got it in, you, you put the water on it and next week it's just a little bit bigger. And the week after that's a little bit bigger. And then you step back, you get into July and August and think, wow, this is beautiful. And I, I've added beauty to my world. And, and I, I think there's, there's something to be said for that. And I think also having a sense of control, especially right now with the way things are, you, you're you controlling it. It's your hands in the dirt, putting the, the seeds in or the plant or whatever it happens to be, watering it, seeing it, controlling the situation, and then having a beautiful result. Uh, so needed, I think, in today's day and age, Mark. For folks who are wondering, you know, we talk about Zares on the Lake and you may have heard uh, Zares on the Lake commercials on WBEN over the years and, and streaming online right now. Mark, uh, what lake is it? <laughs> we should probably point that out. And also, what is your address? Yeah, that's two because there are two lakes in this area, right? We're right on Lake Ontario. If, if you go right down to Lake Ontario to uh, Lake Road or what's Route 18 or the Seaway Trail, a lot of people know that because it's a, also a bike path. That's where we're located. We're located halfway between Wilson and Aucott on, on Route 18 or Lake Road, West Lake Road, technically, West Lake Road. So a uh, beautiful ride, and I was looking at your website. And, by the way, kudos to you on a terrific website. It's very informative, and it's easy to navigate. And, it's you know, as you might imagine, for a garden center, it's colorful and, and uh, well laid out. Uh, I really enjoyed reading about the testimonials. Uh, Mark, where some folks talk about how they travel from, say, Tonawanda or Wheatfield. Somebody was mentioning they drive from Rochester, and they look forward to coming to your place all the time and mentioned how what a delight it is that it's well-organized, it's clean, and your whole family is working. So I think you're giving people some endorphins even when they come and visit there. 
you know, it is an experience. It is an yeah. experience, and that's when you are more of a destination nursery as opposed to a, a convenience. Uh, people are driving to you. You want to give them something. The, the other thing I'd like to say, I, I'd like to say about our employees, they're very knowledgeable. The people who work with us have been with us for years, and so that when you come in here, mo- uh, most of them, if not all of them, have extensive gardens, so they can explain things in a level of detail that you're not going to find at the average garden center where you walk in. First of all, we like to greet you. You know, hey, how you doing? You know, what do you need? And then we allow you to walk around and shop, and then inevitably you'll have questions. They're there. They can answer those questions, or they might even challenge your pre, uh, pre, uh, pre-existing assumptions of what you want to do and say, you know, this might be a better alternative. We get that a lot also, and we help them plan oh, out no their gardens without a lot of extensive uh, or expensive uh, landscaping costs. It's, uh, it's really a pleasure to visit your place, Mark, and uh, uh, I look forward to seeing you uh, in the spring, if not before, and I really appreciate you taking the time to come on Slice of Life this morning. Thanks so much. Stay safe and well. Thank you. You also. Will do. We'll take a, a quick break and come back with some uh, interesting conversations a newer concept here. It's the Hansa, which is a new business that recently opened in downtown Buffalo. Much to talk about with the head honcho herself, the co-founder and president of Hansa, Kalina Kane, back right after this. Thanks for tuning in to Slice of Life. Now back to your hostess with the mostess, Brenda Alacy. Well, welcome back to uh, another live edition right here on ESPN 1520. I appreciate you taking a few minutes out of your Saturday morning, what a beautiful one it is. And we've got some exciting news to share about a new place that just opened, a new business in downtown Buffalo called Hansa. It's H-A-N-S-A. And the co-founder and president of Hansa, also the director of development at Uniland Development Company, is on the line with us, Kalina King. Good morning, Kalina. Good morning, Brenda. Thanks for having me today. Nice to have you on board, and this is such a great concept. It's a newly opened business right in uh, the, the whole burgeoning medical corridor area. In fact, the uh, address is 505 Ellicott Street, uh, right next to the Buffalo Ni- uh, Niagara Medical Campus. Uh, tell us the concept of Hansa, if you would, Kalina. Absolutely. Hansa Workspace is a full-service, shared professional office environment all under one roof, we offer a variety of types of workspaces, including the more traditional co-working, which some people may be familiar with, which is open, unreserved seating. We also have dedicated desks where folks have a reserved seat, but still in our open work area. But we also offer private offices um, behind a lockable, beautiful glass door that come fully furnished, and they can accommodate um, one desk all the way up to seven desks. We also offer something called a team suite, which might appeal to a larger small business or even a corporate team that's breaking out from their traditional headquarters to work on a project. And that can accommodate up to 20 people. And then we also have meeting rooms and event space for rent as well. So many different options here to meet. And, you know, it strikes me, Kalina, that Sometimes I walk into a coffee shop, uh, even in today's world, and you'll see clearly a business meeting going on in the corner. Well, obviously, there's not a lot of privacy. You can't control the noise level. This seems like such a, a wonderful 
option, a professional option, and an affordable one. Was that kind of what inspired you to move forward with this in Buffalo? Yes, that's a great point. Um, you know, I've often found myself being drawn to the coffee shop for for more casual um, meeting and to meet up with with colleagues or even to to create potentially a new partnership with with a business associate. And we are definitely capturing that sense of of fun and creativity and a little bit more informal setting like a coffee shop has. Um, we feel like the ambiance that Hansa offers is fun and funky. We have um, an art initiative that we have through murals and local art pictures hanging on the walls. So we really do try to bring in that coffee shop ambience, but yet in a professional environment. Um, so it was definitely a little bit of, of the inspiration. I can't wait to see Hanta. I haven't had a chance to get down yet, but... Speaking of coffee, you even offer free coffee, also free yes. printing. <laughs> How great is that? I'm in right there. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> we Well, we really feel like most working professionals are, are running on caffeine, so we oh. feel like that, that's um, a necessary amenity. We also offer free black and white printing. We have high-speed, reliable Internet and a whole variety of of workspaces as well as lounge areas and a sidewalk patio. So if you're an insomniac like me and you want to get up at 2 in the morning and go down to Honda, you can go in, right? It's 24-7 secure access? Yes. So for all of our month-to-month members, they have 24-7 access using a key fob. We have state-of-the-art technology, including our secure access program. And they're really able to feel safe and comfortable and have all of the amenities that they would have in the middle of the day throughout the night. You know, the other thing that strikes me, Kleena, there are so many amenities that you offer at Hansa. And again, Hansa is spelled H-A-N-S-A, and it's located at 505 Ellicott Street, uh, adjacent to the Buffalo Niagara Medical Campus. But you have things that are important to one's overall uh, experience, you know, a wellness room, a fireplace and lounge area where you can relax, um, even an indoor bike rack, because I imagine that you are appealing to many folks who want to travel by bike down to um, the corridor in downtown, even a changing room uh, with showers, a discounted fitness class on site, and a mother's room with dedicated fridge and sink. Uh, you know, there's so many people who are juggling family commitments and uh, their work, especially in the era of the pandemic. Uh, so the amenities to me really jump out. Uh, looks like you've thought of everything. You're exactly right, Brenda. I think that um, Hansa being an offshoot of Uniland Development Company, which has focused on creating office environments for nearly 50 years, this was a natural extension and really the next step in the evolution of, of the places that people are drawn to work in. And I think we're, everyone can agree we're in the era of true work-life integration, and we wanted to make sure that Hansa accommodated uh, all different ways that people want to use their work days and really integrating those other parts of our lives in their work day. Uh, Karina, so how are you handling uh, the issue of social distancing and the pandemic contactless uh, types of deliveries, for instance, or other things that people would deal with on a day-to-day basis for their work environment? That's a really great question. Hansa prides ourselves on having come up with a very robust 
health and safety guideline that uh, follows the CDC guidelines as well as the New York State Department of Health protocols. We have, we enter directly from the street. There's no crowded lobby. There's no elevators that you have to navigate with other people. We have a touchless sign-in policy. We are requiring masks as well as social distancing unless you're at your seated workspace. And we also have frequent cleanings of high touch points throughout the day by our on-site staff. We're really hoping to help people feel comfortable to come out of their homes. We know a lot of folks are still working from home and they may be starting to get a little bit tired of that environment or maybe they're not able to be productive. They might lack reliable internet. Maybe they have roommates or animals or children, whatever the case may be. We're really hoping to, to let people know that Honda is a safe and healthy place for them to come and be productive. You can take a tour, receive a free day pass at Honda. Day passes are just 20 bucks to work in the open co-working area or $60 for a private office, $80 for a two-person office. And all monthly memberships are 20% off with the current promotion. A wonderful to have Honda in Western New York. Definitely forward-thinking. Located at 505 Ellicott Street. What's the best number to call, Kalina, as we wrap up? Yes, the best number to call to reach us is 716-256-2500. And we really hope to hear from you soon. It's Kalina Kane. She is the co-founder and president of Hanza. So happy to have them in downtown Buffalo. Kalina, thanks a million for your time this morning. Thank you, Brenda. Have a great day. It'll put a wrap on this edition of Slice of Life. Thanks to Jim Stelliano for all the work back at the station. I'm Brenda Alacy, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Brenda will be back next Slice of Life on ESPN 1520.